Hi friends, welcome to the Metamorphs podcast. My name is Lindsay Boynton. I own a fitness facility called CrossFit Backward Arrow in Abilene, Texas with my husband, Josh. Together, we encourage healthy living through body, mind, and spirit. My passion is spreading awareness of the power of your mind and helping people transform their lives the way I have using the techniques that I share with you here and on my Facebook page. So let's get started. Okay, so I'm either going to connect with a lot of people today or reveal my nerd status to a lot of people today. But either way, what I'm going to share is the truth, so I won't hide it. I absolutely adore Jewel, the singer-songwriter. I discovered her in probably 1996, around that time, um, because the radios were playing her song, You Were Meant For Me. That's kind of like when she broke out and I loved it instantly. I was about 10 years old at that time and I took some of my allowance and bought myself the single from the local music store. I listened to it on repeat, learning all the words and singing along. And a little while later, I took some birthday money and bought the whole album, the Pieces of You album and Looking back, I think my mom probably should have kept a little bit better eye on the music I was listening to, but I'm glad she didn't because I have loved Jewel ever since. I own every album, and I know pretty much every word to every song. I actually met Jewel once at a book signing. I found out about it like a day before it was going to happen. I told my boss I wasn't going to be at work the next day. Something super important had come up, and I drove four hours and waited in line for two hours and got up there, basically froze up and fumbled out an awkward thank you when she signed my book. And I would really like a redo for that. But nevertheless, I've always just loved the depth and the rawness of her lyrics. And besides the fact that she has the voice of an angel. So I've just always followed her and paid attention and looked up to her in a lot of ways. So I knew that she'd grown up somewhat poor in Alaska and moved to California to pursue her dream. She was, you know, had to live in her car for a period of time. And I just followed her through her magazine interviews and, you know, stuff online. So I used to have this magazine clipping from an interview that she did in probably the early 2000s, I guess. It was in a Reader's Digest. And I kept it for a long time um, in reference to the time that she was living in her car. She said something along the lines of, I wish I could find it. I can't remember it exactly, but essentially not having a plan B because then you have the option of falling back on it. There was only plan A. And I've always, you know, just, I kept it because it was very inspirational and I felt like, it was revealing to me how dedicated she was and um, how much willpower she had. And I just always thought she's just a person to admire. So um, when her memoir came out, I put it on my book reading list and wanted to read it, wanted to read it, but was working on my doctorate and, you know, had 50 other books I had to read. And so finally, last year, I bought her memoir And I read it, and it's called Never Broken. 
and I didn't think that I could love and admire her any more than I already did, but after reading the book, she's probably on the verge of like being an idol in my life. I need to watch out because I just think she's so wonderful. So much of what she discusses in the book are the same themes that I've learned over the last decade, the things that I share with you here in this podcast. Um, Just at a very young age, Jewel discovered the power of her thoughts and began actively working on reframing them. And you can see how successful she's been in her life. So in her book, she gives this beautiful metaphor for happiness. And it's kind of a long section, but I want to read it to you. Um, because it's it's just so eloquently stated, um, I don't want to summarize it. So <clears throat> these are Jules' words, not mine. When I was younger, I'd thought of happiness as a capricious bird that, if you were lucky, landed on your shoulder and sang its bright tune with a will all its own. Happiness seemed arbitrary, and I hoped for it to find me as if I had no say in the matter. Well, perhaps in the way they say you make your own luck, you can make your own happiness. If it was a bird, perhaps I hadn't built an attractive home for it. If my mind was chaotic, unorganized, negative, closed off, or resentful, there was no place for happiness to alight. I thought about what kind of house I had built and what it was attracting. Were my windows open wide or firmly shuttered? Was I taking the time to build a foundation and invest in a structure that would hold strong? Or was it only halfway conceived and reactive? And I highlighted this because it's just such a wonderful example that I think we can take when we're thinking about how we can attract more happiness and joy to our lives. So Jewel changed her attitude. She began working in what I would call action mode. Uh, Often when we feel defeated, we stop doing things. We give up on our hobbies or the pursuit that we're after. We stop exercising and eating healthy. We don't shower as much or take care of ourselves physically in that way. At which point we've created our own ugliness. So action mode is just what it sounds like. It's taking action, getting up, showering, putting on your makeup, putting on some clothes that look nice, eating food that gives you energy that's healthy, exercising, and making progress on your goals no matter how slow. And I've been so guilty of this, guys, because when I'm feeling defeated or sad and like things aren't going my way, it's harder to do those things. And I don't really understand why that is, but um, I've just really decided that in my life I'm going to stop doing that. Um, I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm still going to do what I need to do and make progress toward what I'm trying to make progress toward. Um, even if it's hard and even if I don't feel like it. So it seems simple, you know, okay, take action. And, and it is simple, but it's not easy. It takes will, takes discipline, but you do start to build momentum and it gets easier once you get that momentum up. So never give up on a dream because of how long it will take you to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. So what do you want to do with that time that's passing by? The point of all this is that 
We are in control of our lives for the positive or the negative. And Jewel uses the word happiness. However, like I talked about last week, I would say that happiness is fleeting, but joy is something that we can cultivate. It's an underlying mode of life in which we have hope for the future. So I encourage you today, open your mind, open your heart to the infinite possibilities around you. There's so many beautiful things in this world to be grateful for. And we need to focus on those things instead of what's going wrong in our lives. If your mind and body are a birdhouse, keep it neat, keep it clean and full of bird seed to attract happy little birds to you. So I love this quote. It's um, from Rhonda Byrne. She's author of the book, The Secret. She says, you are free to think thoughts of worry or joy and whatever you choose will attract the same kind back to you. Worry attracts worry. Joy attracts joy. And that's so true. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you like reading and you're interested, Jules' memoir, Never Broken, is a really great read. Um, If you like this podcast, be sure to share it, subscribe, so you guys can stay updated and have a fantastic week.